Mental health. Why is there still a stigma around it? Welcome back to quarantine season. My name is Eller Camacho. I have a special guest here joining me today, another good friend of mine who I've met while in film school. He always has so much energy and is always super real with you. He is a great filmmaker who has shot various shorts, including one feature film. We have also worked together on two of my film projects and I have learned so much from him in the process. I'll let him introduce himself. Hey, uh, my name's Derek Johnson II. Thanks for having me. So yeah. kind. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy you want I'm really happy you said yes to being on my podcast. Thank you. Of course. of course. So how have you been doing? I've been doing pretty good, you know. Um I mean, even though the quarantine has uh some people down and then there's a whole bunch of other things going on, uh, you know, uh the Black Lives Matter uh movement mm-hmm. I've been to a couple of rallies and things myself. It's very interesting. Um because for some reason, even though a lot of people are stressed, I don't feel too stressed. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's a good feel that way. <laughs> I mean, like, the, I feel like the reason I'm not so stressed is because I, I'm the, like the overstimulation. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. 2020 has checked off every single one of my apocalypse, <laughs> you know, apocalypse players. So I'm just like, all right, cool. Now I'm just going to sit here and wait. Like, <laughs> Wait till it's time for us to go. Right, like, I feel like I'm too stressed to be stressed. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. That makes sense. I've definitely been suffering from anxiety. Um, Definitely been hitting my clonazepam more than usual uh, (laughs) to calm the heck down. You know, I I will be honest, though. I like a lot of people because you know we're, since we're supposed to be in our homes and the only times I really have left my my house is to go to a Black Lives Matter protest which is most of which have been a peaceful one that I did attend things got a little out of hand right mm-hmm. yeah I remember you wanna you wanna um say what happened there? okay yeah so um that one I think the one that you're referring to is the one that was all over my Instagram when I was like putting it live yeah yeah that the whole with the, they they've set the police car on fire yeah that's yeah yeah it was insane because what happened was uh, it's in the media and the news they called it the uh, beverly hills march <laughs> and i just like to go on the record that that's not what, what was going on it was <laughs> in Pacific, right? oh my god just hearing those words the beverly hill march it already sounds so pretentious it sounds like I don't know. It sounds like if Martin Luther King wanted to get revenge for some reason, <laughs> like in an alternate universe, that's that's what, <laughs> that's what he didn't march on Washington. He marched on Beverly Hills. You know. <laughs> have you seen the show Frasier? I have seen Frasier. Okay, so it would be like if Niles started a march. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pretty much. Some pretty sort much. of. Insanity. And what happened was, it's like a you know, we have a snob. Insanity. <laughs> 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 we weren't even. The only reason I will say uh, that the only reason we were even on Beverly in the first place was because it was right next to the park, right? So uh-huh. we originally a rally at the Pan Pacific Park. We did the rally, right? And the rally was actually over. The Black Light, the leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement, who were there, they left. All the celebrities left. You know, and people were gone. People were just leaving and going home, right? Uh-huh. But some people were like, you know what? 
we feel like we want to stand here in the street right just right in front of the park right and just still like chant and things like that because they were just like taking up part of the street because it's right next to the park so then something happened it kind of like forced them to like start moving right the opposite direction in which they were seeing the news and so i i started walking with them you know what i'm saying and it was pretty cool because yeah. a lot of traffic was stopping for us uh and we actually decided to we walked i want to say like two three miles and then we decided to turn around because we all agreed that we were getting too far from our cars yeah. i know that sounds ridiculous but like literally i, I was know but that's, that's, a, that's a real thing to think about <laughs> <laughs> this, is, was like, this is not the Thanksgiving Day Parade where you right. know you park your car at a certain place and you know you're gonna get back to it eventually. Right. We were like, this whole thing is over anyway. Like, I, I didn't. I was going to, we're going too far. <laughs> so we turn around, right? We start walking down, and then that's when the police uh, showed up, right? And the first, the police weren't doing anything. They were actually blocking traffic for us. You know what I'm saying? Which was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that's nice. What happened was, is that we got to this one intersection, right? We actually ended up passing our cars and kept marching because, I mean, we weren't going to stop, but like, you know, the police were supporting us. Traffic was, you know, people were parking their cars and making it hard for us to leave anyway. So we just started, we just kept marching, right? Yeah. So we got stuck in this intersection. I was right next to the Shell gas station. And that's like the area that you saw that was on my Instagram stories, right? Mm -hmm. So... We're just there, just in the middle, kind of trapped, but we're not really doing anything. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're blocked by police on two sides. Yeah. We're blocked by tons of cars uh, on one side, right? And then the other side is kind of open, but some traffic is starting to get a little heavy on there. So we're kind of boxed in, right? And yeah. then, oh, with my own eyes, like some guy came in who wasn't part of the rally. He had a cocktail and he tossed it at a police car that was right next to the Shell gas station. He must right? have been super drunk. Oh, I, me, something. I don't know. I think he was really an anarchist because as soon as he did that, the car lit up on fire and then he just oh. ran away. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he wasn't like, he just did it just to do it, right? And then, of course, oh, okay. got it, got it, got it. He did it, right? And so they look at our direction, you know what I'm saying? And so we actually, you know, we chased him off. And then some other guy came up with fireworks. We started setting off fireworks. We're like, what, what is going on? Okay. You they know? they came in a little too early before the July. <laughs> Right, exactly. Like, you know, and it's broad daylight. Like, you can't even see the fireworks. You're just, like, hearing it. And yeah. so that's how things started to escalate to, you know, what happened, which was yeah. crazy. So knowing knowing that the coronavirus is going on and you, have, and you wore your mask, but yeah. knowing that in order to prevent from getting the coronavirus, you have to be six feet apart. Have you gotten tested? <laughs> I have. I've got, I've been tested several times. You know, um, oh, I, after after that day, I got tested. Oh, good. Um, I was worried. I was like, oh. no, like still <laughs> pretty serious. Like you know, and states were starting to open back up for some reason, and the CDC is you know saying not to do all that stuff. And, you know, it's very stressful to a lot of people. And once again, I think, to, like, right now, today, I'm not stressed. It could be because I just had some fish and some food. Like, you know, when you eat, <laughs> yeah, when like, you eat, you're, like, happy. feel better, you know? <laughs> you feel so much better. You're like, okay, life is good. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's important to take care of your mind, too. Oh, definitely. You know, uh, because a lot of people are, are being cooped up. A lot of people aren't used to doing, to, to being... Uh, at their house all the time. Like, I remember making jokes. A lot of people made jokes like, oh, gosh, I just wish I could just go home. 
and now people are saying, oh my gosh, I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah, like I, I used to go to the movie theater every week. I used to go so much and it kills me that I can't go to the, because I used to go there to just relax my mind, don't think about anything, get away from everybody and just I would just go by myself and sometimes I would go with friends including you um but I just just would go there just watch a film and just relax for that hour and a half or two hours or whatever and just have my mind cleaned of anything that I had to deal with exactly and you know, people can't relieve that stress they no. have. Right like, like, like I said, like right now, I really the only reason I'm not stressed is because I just ate. But then you see a lot of people, <laughs> you know, a lot of people try to do what they can to counteract this. Yeah, uh, the market for alcohol is through the roof, and people are losing their jobs. And then the only two th- things that are really selling is uh, alcohol and marijuana. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And those are really for you know we. In the state of California, marijuana is, uh, is recreational. Yeah, recreational yeah. and medicinal. Mm-hmm. All right, recreational and medicinal. But you, I think, what people in other states, where that's not the case, yeah. and you know, some people decide to relax with alcohol or food or whatever, and then other people they decide to do some things that maybe are not as healthy. You yeah. know, and it's a very tense situation. A lot of people are. Uh, falling into their bad habits just because it makes them feel better. But yeah. you, know, you see all this craziness on the news and you see people are losing their jobs. Like, uh, I have friends who have lost their jobs, you know what I'm saying? Even in the entertainment business right now, um, our mayor, you know, Los Angeles mayor said, mm-hmm. you know, or he's going to open everything back up on June 12th. So that already happened. But a lot of people are still staying inside, especially yeah. in the entertainment business because it's like, if you get coronavirus, it's a serious problem. And there are celebrities who have coronavirus, like Tom Hanks. Yeah, he had it. Yeah, and his wife too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. crazy. And it's so, a real thing. Yeah, yeah. and I think uh, it's very hard for some people to not only deal with stress, but it's like if you're not used to this monumental change in in, in, in your life. And I'm not. I don't know anyone who's alive currently who's been through a pandemic. If you find that person let, let me know because i would <laughs> i have a couple my, my grandma who is about to turn 88 years old she has been through so many but not like this i just spoke with her today actually she was like really? i have dealt with so many different pandemics but nothing like this nothing yeah. like this yeah and so a lot of people forget that you know you have to take care you have to you know clear your mind not only like some people use substances and that helps them but you know you need to find people you remember they need healthy outlets to do that or else you know you're gonna drive yourself insane and i have adhd so i have been like (laughs) it's been kind of it's been like kind of difficult because first of all a lot of people think they have adhd or add when they really don't you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, I have ADHD because I forgot where I put my glasses one time. Haha. <laughs> like, no, I have trouble thinking consistently. <laughs> and so, you know, someone who has adult ADHD and I need to, I mean, it's just who I am. I like to be moving, I like to be active. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's difficult to be sitting down and in one place the whole time. It's like, it's like, you know, if you put the wick on a firecracker and then you're just holding the firecracker down. That's just kind of what I feel like. Like, wow, <laughs> that is hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, hard. 
only thing that's that has really been calming me down is been uh, lifting weights more. I already had some weights in my apartment. Yeah. I know so you. I know. Food. I know you. You are always working out every morning in the early morning while I would be sleeping. Five a.m. That's how yeah. you do it. Yeah. That's how you um, do it. I yeah. I I need that sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. But, but when were you diagnosed with ADHD? So I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was like a young kid. I want to say it was either kindergarten or first grade. And that's a lot of times in which many parents, well, actually many people can diagnose with that. And we're talking about the early 90s. We're not, sorry, not the early 90s. We're talking about like the mid to late 90s, right? Mm -hmm. So back then, ADHD, even though they knew what it was, you know, there wasn't a lot of really good treatments to handle it you know, diagnosis was still kind of weird, right? And so yeah. uh, more recent studies have shown that, hey, sometimes a kid doesn't have ADHD, he just is a kid. You know, and like, I mean, if you're talking about someone who's five years old, uh, five or six, and they have trouble sitting down, well, no, duh, he's six. Like, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some kids are. But, you know, my diagnosis came from really my ability to, you know, I had trouble reading and, and thinking and things like that. And, um, and by thinking, I don't mean like, you know, I couldn't understand things. I mean, like having a consistent thought. And so that's how I got diagnosed. And then uh, when I got older, even though now I'm an adult, right? I'm obviously not bouncing off the walls like I used to be. Um, sometimes. I, well, yeah, sometimes. All right. So if I'm, if I'm exercising, like you've seen I, me before. Yes, sometimes I, when I get hyped. I know. I know. I'm not saying I'm Listen, I know this guy. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, especially if, you know, we're at a party and we're having fun. Yeah, I'm like, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm an adult. I, I still take uh, my medicine from time to time, but I don't need it as much. But, oh. you know, a time like this when I'm in quarantine, it's very difficult. Because I usually take my medicine when I go out or I have a very busy day. You know, saying mm -hmm. or I need, I need to concentrate, things like that. When previously, when I was younger, I really had to take it every day that wasn't a weekend because I was in school, right? Mm -hmm. So now that we're in quarantine, I haven't really needed to take it, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm at home, I'm not doing, I'm not going anywhere. And if I do need to concentrate here, it's, it's things are just different, you know? Um, I am used to getting my medicine at a certain time, right? And mm -hmm. even the hospitals and, uh, you know, other places where I, not other places, but like, I, I usually get it from either when I'm home at Tennessee, right, where my dad mm -hmm. lives and everything in my home base. And I also have a doctor out here prescribes my medicine as well. But it's like, they're really backed up and they're really busy, you know. Uh, I can imagine. I, like, I, don't, I feel bad saying that, you know, I can't get my ADHD medicine as quickly as I want it to. Because I understand why. Like, it's like... <laughs> no, but you should... No, but your mental health is important, which, why is mental health still, still like, a stigma ar around the world? It's especially in the minority yeah. community. Yeah, we as minorities need to do a better job of doing that, you know? And I have ADHD, but there's a lot of other people out there with other mental diseases, right, that could be uh, more harboring, Right. And they also might have trouble getting their medicine, you know? And I think about that a lot, you know? Maybe someone who's uh, schizophrenic, someone who has to be at home all the time, that might be a super stressor for them, 
You know, maybe that person relaxes by going to the park, but now they can't do that. And even though we're allowed to walk outside, it's not like, you know, there's tanks rolling down the street, like you can't go outside, even though it's not like that. Um, it's still kind of dangerous. You know, yeah. I, uh, I know someone who uh, their daughter went to her graduation, right? And at their graduation, all it was is that they had a whole bunch of cars parked, right? Not parked, but there was a whole bunch of cars like driving in a, in a lane, right? And some guy mm-hmm. was handing the diplomas as the cars drove by, right? Mm-hmm. They rolled on the window, get it. The guy handing it out ended up having coronavirus. And now each one what? of those students, right, oh spread it to the family. Gosh. So, you know, you're thinking about someone who's like, oh, well, we're just going for this one time, right? Just get this one paper and then we're all going to go home and be safe. Well, that one interaction ended up being costly. So yeah, it's like, terrible. yeah. And some people, for obvious reasons, don't want to risk it. But then yeah. you're going crazy at home and you're not allowed to get all the medicine that you need as fast as you might need it. Well, then what are you going to do? You have to wait. And especially being around other family members or friends, depending on the person's living situation, it can really be damaging because I've heard the instances where marriages and relationships have just, and friendships have just um, been challenged during this time. Oh, yeah. Especially with the ones who have a mental illness. Yeah. Yeah, it can be very stressful, especially, um, you know, some people are used to dealing with certain people in uh, in, in amounts. In, in doses, right? yeah, in doses. doses. Yeah. yeah. And, and then dealing with them 24-7, thing. it's like, oh, I can't <laughs> do it. Uh, you know, like, last it's year. Like, it's I, like that cartoon with, like, the eyes twitching, like, oh, God. You know yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. But go ahead. Huh? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, he, you brought the relationship thing. I know a couple who finally moved in together in December. That's what they, they are always talking about doing it. And they never really did it until like, you know, last year in December. And now. <laughs> they regret it? <laughs> thinking about breaking up. And I'm like, what? oh my goodness. Oh, they really did, oh, they really did break up. Oh. No, they're, they're, no he's, he keeps Wait. telling me about it. And I'm just like, oh. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what to say because it's like, I don't know if this is a result because of the COVID or it was going to happen anyway. But all I know is that COVID is not helping. It's definitely... <laughs> yeah, did not help the case. It's a, like, I feel like for relationships, I think they should spend six months dating each other and just like visiting each other, staying the night, whatever, or a year at least, and then move in together if they want to. Because it's just, it's, there's a saying that what do two lesbians, it's a joke, what do two lesbians do on a second date? They get a U-Haul. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, I, but it happens in the street community too. I mean, yeah. a lot of It happens in them, every single community. Like, it I happens know, in every community because I have seen... I have seen, you know, Las Vegas, people meet each other that same day. You get married get that married night. That night. That, that night. night. And you're going to tell me that, no, it's not just in the lesbian community. It happens in every community that people That's why, are that's why I laughed. That was like, fast. that's so relatable to everybody. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. At least, like, and so for me, like, I would wait until me and her are absolutely ready 
that we have developed a great relationship that we are our complete selves and know each other before moving in and you know it's like uh, it's like my mom always said you know you don't know someone until you live with them right oh yeah but you know if you want to survive living with them you got to kind of test it out Right, so there yeah, you go. You gotta test months, it out. You know, you, I'll stay over. Yeah. To, you know. Yeah, I'll stay over. I'll stay over like like for a couple of days, and you stay over my place for a couple of days because there may be these little things, and then you realize it starts to be a big thing, and right. then it doesn't end up well. Because <laughs> it could be anything. Like you have no idea. Like I don't know. Like let's say that everything's great, but you're allergic to cats, and you go over their place, and they have a cat. Yeah. And this yeah. is that's gonna be a problem. Cause then you say it's me or the cat and when you you ask a person between a human and their animal companion that is a hard that's where oh my god that's when that's, feelings get hurt <laughs> definitely definitely yeah i i mean like i would actually be happy if whoever i end up is lactose intolerant so i can have all the milk because you know i love milk <laughs> but at the same time i love to bake so they couldn't eat anything i bake so I gotta work on that one. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a conundrum on that one. Yeah. 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 You know, I, it's funny that you you bring that up because I have been trying. Because, like I said, everyone's been doing different things to try to keep themselves occupied during the quarantine. So, I mean, I usually don't drink a lot of milk, right? Just because mm-hmm. I don't. But I've been like, you know what? Like, let me just. I, I don't know. I was in the store. I don't want to say like two months ago, and I had never had really almond milk before. I don't really like almonds. I've I heard never almond tried milk it. Huh? I've never tried almond milk. I've been to, <laughs> I do my 2% milk and that's it. Very specific standards, right? <laughs> Very specific. But I was, yeah, but I decided to give it a try uh-huh. and um, it was okay. But then you know, I, I I gave it to somebody else because I was like, I, I can't yeah. finish it. And then they had this other different type of milk that mm-hmm. was, um, it was like some soy, something like that. Soy milk? And I was, yeah, some soy milk, but I ended up enjoying that. And oh. for some reason, like, <laughs> every couple of weeks, when I need to go get milk, I'm just been, like, trying these different types different of milk. Different types of milk. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, the, it's like a, a milk factory, in a sense, that you're doing. In Atlanta, there's a Coca-Cola factory, and there's yeah. so many different types of Cokes from different countries and different flavors and everything whenever we go there my brother would try every one of the cokes you gotta test them out you got you gotta that you got and then and then he would also my mom and him would also mix the drinks together create this concoction that was like okay i do not want to die yet so i'm not gonna drink that <laughs> I, I haven't been to that factory but, but they do the same thing at uh in disney world in orlando at uh epcot Right, so they have like uh-huh. the, I think, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, but you, you know, definitely like need to go to the Coca Cola factory one day, it's so worth it. Yeah, so I think my grandma it. would be so me because they, because I'll drink anything, but she is like a die hard Pepsi person. Me, I, <laughs> I, said, I, no, I, I should go you know, and I, send her a picture. <laughs> you know, I love Pepsi more than Coke, but I have to have lots of ice because it's, it's too much sugar. I have I have had like low fat or whole milk. I definitely do not like whole milk. You like you can taste the fat in the milk. Oh my god! No, whole milk. It's weird. Ugh. It's like a chunky liquid. Like you it's, know, it's not actually ugh. chunky. But you can like feel it. You can you know feel I mean? it. Yeah, yeah. And then one percent is like, what is this garbage? 
Right. And then, um, and then skim is even worse. I should give soy milk and almond milk a try. You gotta, you gotta branch out your your. your I gotta milk. branch out my milk palate. <laughs> you, yeah, because I'm gonna be, real. I'm gonna be drinking milk for the rest of my life because of my calcium deficiency. So, right. <laughs> so it's like I'm you might as right. well find out which one you like. Yeah, I might as well find out what others I like in case I'm somewhere where they don't have that two percent milk. I'm gonna save you some trouble though. Go ahead and just don't try dog milk. Just don't do it. You don't need it. Don't want- dog milk? <laughs> Are you kidding dog- me? Dog. I'm not kidding. If you, uh, in fact, Is there was a, a store. Like I know. No, well, you. I don't think you can buy it in just any store. Um, but I know that you can buy it. I've seen videos do, of people trying it on do, the internet. So, so do they drink it as a challenge? I, I, I honestly am not sure. I want to say it's a joke, but then some of the videos, they're like, oh, wow. It's like so smooth and it's really good. It's like smooth milk. No. I have never drank milk and been like, oh, this is smooth. Like, <laughs> okay, well, I get the liquor or something. <laughs> okay, well, for me, what you get from alcohol, I get from milk. I'm like, oh, this was smooth. But right now, smooth that's how, that's, milk? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, let me tell you, I remember, I'll never forget it. when I was at my, when I was in my sophomore year of college and I had come into the apartment, I had three other roommates, I come into the apartment, I had such, I had such a, uh, I was in, in a bad mood and I just went to the fridge, didn't talk to any of them, they were just all staring at me and I went for a glass of milk <laughs> and let me tell you, after I took that sip, I was like, hi everybody. <laughs> What just happened? Every you time before be, you write you a script, do, you just take a shot of do, milk and just go, let's do yeah, this. <laughs> yeah, they were like, you should do a milk commercial. <laughs> before, you probably, before and after drinking milk. Well, you probably could get a good sponsor too. Like, you know what I mean? You know how at the end of a race, they drink milk? Yeah. At yeah, the beginning oh. of your day, like at the end of your sleep. <laughs> Like, oh, yes. that was a hard sleep. Oh. Nothing refreshes me more. <laughs> than a glass of 2% milk. <laughs> 2% milk. <laughs> oh, I would love to do a commercial. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Get unlimited milk. I wouldn't even have life. to act. I wouldn't even have to act it out. I mean, it would be so natural. It would be so natural. <laughs> How do you think the milk tastes? It's smooth. Oh, yeah. I feel I feel like I have a life that was just brought into me, and mm. just I I'm just gonna keep on going. But see, you can use that to relieve stress. It's your stress reliever. Uh, it's, it's, it's my stress reliever. My stress reliever outside of working out. Well, actually, no. I'm like I even got a pull up bar in my room now, and like everything. I feel like I'm in. I feel like I'm in jail. Like you know how. <laughs> <laughs> Jail guys get like super buff. <laughs> yeah, I yeah I've seen I've seen t- lots of TV shows and they have that pull up bar in the jail cell. Yeah, so, yeah. I feel like I I've been wronged by somebody and now I'm trapped. <laughs> and now I gotta work out and read law books so that way <laughs> when I get out it'll. When you get out, you'll get them back. Cape Fear style, I will get my revenge. Um, yes. <laughs> on the coronavirus, <laughs> I was wrongly accused of not having corona, so I got locked you know, up. You know what I'm super surprised of? I'm super surprised that they haven't made like an animated creature of what the coronavirus looks like. 
like an animated show, like a like a little animated show on Netflix or something of the actual virus itself, and just making all sorts of different comments. Yeah, because usually the uh, coronavirus is so relevant. People make shows out of anything. I've seen an animated TV show uh, about jellyfish or something like that. It was um, made by Tyler the Creator. What is that called? Yeah, yes, I've heard of him. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. You know what I'm talking about with the jellyfish. Yes. Yeah, man. I mean, if they they can make shows about anything nowadays, and I'm so surprised that they haven't made an animated adult or children's show of the coronavirus. You know, also what's really shocking, because you bring that up, is they haven't made any, like, like, a lot of rappers have not been talking about the coronavirus. And, like, that's just something... I mean, I guess that's just a telling of the times, because a lot of rappers nowadays are just, like, mumble rappers, but, you know... Like real hip hop, like they usually talk about what's going on, right? That, I, That's true. Like, I, I, I didn't, you know, was like now, that I'm look, now that I'm just thinking about it, I really haven't heard from any of them. Right. Like, isn't hip hop supposed to be like the voice of the people? Like, you know, like, what they called it, uh, what, reality hop? Before they called it gangster rap, it was called reality rap, right? Yeah. And yeah. it was about what's going on. And what's going on is that, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, you're locked in your homes, and people are losing their jobs. Not a yeah. single, I, I cannot recall any rap songs really about what's been going on for half a year. For half and, the year. Yeah, because you know what? A lot of these rich rappers, they have studios in their home. They can make a song and they could get it out there within probably the same or the same, the same day or the same week. Yeah. But, you know, in fact, it, it, it's not only the rich rappers, but like, People at a whole I mean, like people I mean, like anyone, literally anyone can do that. I mean, listen, I just made a podcast and I made it happen. I'm not, I'm not rich, nor am I famous or anything like that, and I just did it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and for some reason they haven't said anything, and it's weird. Like this time right now, we're really looking for leaders, in which our political leaders are failing us, right? In which. Um, a lot of people that a lot of people are surprised that oh wait a minute you know my parents might be racist and then by a lot of people I mean you know it's very because int- I'm from Tennessee right mm-hmm. and so I'm from Georgia too I'm from right. the, so, I'm both from the <laughs> southeast right I'm kind of embarrassed right now to be from Georgia <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like where I live in Tennessee I lived in I live in uh, Murfreesboro right mm-hmm. and. Uh, I used to live maybe 10 minutes. I made a post about this on Instagram too, like maybe like 10 minutes away from a, no, less than 10 minutes away from a NASCAR track. It had to be less than 10 minutes because I used to be able to ride my bike and be there in like maybe like five, six minutes. So yeah, that's how close I lived to a NASCAR track, right? And when they banned the uh, Confederate flag recently, everybody, when my town was like up in arms, I'm like, what are you talking about? And I always say the same thing. Oh, you know, it's not about racism. It's about heritage. And I'm like, dude, the Confederacy fought against America. So the heritage is that you're against America. (laughs) And then the second thing is that the Confederacy didn't even last that long. Wasn't it like three years? Was it like- Yeah, I think so. I think it was in college longer than the Confederacy existed. <laughs> it's been it's been more seasons of Avatar than oh my God. <laughs> the Confederacy existed. It's been more seasons of SpongeBob than Confederacy. It's been more fairly odd episodes than have actual. <laughs> 
So what is this, like Avatar: The Last Airbender? Now it's on Netflix. Where's this statue? It doesn't have a statue, but it was all longer than the like, Confederacy existed. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. Danny Phantom was all longer than I can go on this red forever. <laughs> so many things that lasted longer than the Confederacy. You know, it just—it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's—it's yeah. it's insane. So to end it off, um, what advice would you give someone who is struggling with serious mental health issues during this time? Well, the most important advice I can give is to find a healthy outlet, right? And then also find your support section because, you know, you need those people to help you push towards those healthy outlets. Your healthy outlet is, hey, I feel like I'm going to concentrate on losing weight because I need to go on a diet and blah, blah, blah. You need people around you who can help encourage you and support you into your healthy habits. Because of these really stressful times, it can make anyone, you know, do something that they're not supposed to. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me, DJ. Appreciate it's it. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Always. I can't, I can't wait to see you like in person. <laughs> Why did you have to leave? You're so far away. Oh my God. So far away. <laughs> okay. Uh, for the rest of you guys, see you back here next Monday. Stay safe and be well. Thank you. Thank you.